In this episode of the Past the Everything podcast, we delve into the history of a strangely misnamed animal that we eat often, two food companies that are saving lives, what happens to the gingerbread after Christmas season, a woman that went from an all-you-can-eat sushi place to the emergency room, and a UK food criminal story that once again involves baked beans, plus our food high and low moments of the week. Let's eat. From our table in New Orleans, this is the Past the Everything podcast. Your favorite food podcast. With a nice side of yard work outside. If you can hear it, sorry. Just a soft little (laughs) So if you hear some ringing, you don't have a tumor. There is actually some yard work being done. (laughs) It's nothing wrong with you. It's just like we cannot, literally cannot schedule a time when there is not a weed whacker going. Well, there's always yard work on this street. And it's not a street where homes have large yards. Like people are fucking bored. Luscious lawns. Like, yeah. every (laughs) Luscious lawn. Every other day, I swear, they have somebody come by being like, yeah, I don't know. Bush looks like a girl a little bit in the last uh, 48 fucking hours. Might want to trim it again. It's, It's unbearable. I just hope that it's like one guy who's getting all the business. I hope so too. I do see the same truck kind of driving around. So I think a person has a monopoly on this street and they're just... Uh, yeah, you should actually cut your yard every day and a half. <laughs> That'll That's be $100, insane. please. Before we get too far into our uh, lawn discussions that absolutely <laughs> yeah. have nothing to do with food. Welcome to the podcast about lawn care. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Tips and tricks. Let's introduce ourselves, shall we? He is my podcast partner. For the sake of the podcast, we call him PTE. He started the Pass the Everything Food Instagram that began this whole podcast journey. And she is Ashley. She's my wonderful co-host who quit her career in radio to help me launch this podcast. And we usually share a little yeah. tidbit about each other, but mm-hmm. our tidbit is shared and the same this week. Yes, it is. We are both prepping for travel this uh-huh. weekend. We're taking on the road. Not really, because we're not doing anything we're with the podcast. We're not going anywhere together. We're, we're just, not doing anywhere we're with just the pod. going no. places, yeah. not together. So yeah. you're going to San Diego. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sleepy Girl Supper Club Takeover. On the road. <laughs> Sleepy Girls Adventure Club oh my God. is what it becomes yeah. for the weekend. Yeah. It's getting real. Are you excited? It, it is. Need monogram t-shirts. Oh, no. <laughs> We've talked about it before. We've talked I, about I the figured, merch, I figured, but yeah. it just, it never happens. Okay. And you are going to New York. I will be in New York. By the time this podcast comes out, I actually should be in New York. I fly out at like six in the morning on oh, Wednesday. Oh, wow. Yeah, I have like a 4 a.m. wake-up call, so that'll suck. But I'll be in New York for breakfast, so that's kind of the goal. We are packing opposite attire. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But both have the same concern of COVID. Woohoo! Yeah. Just, I don't know. Just try to be safe as I can and hopefully don't catch some shit. I still don't knock on whatever. I don't know how I haven't gotten it. I yeah. literally lived in a house of COVID. Um, I've been exposed to it a lot over the past couple of years. So who knows? Maybe I, I don't, I don't know. So whatever. I'm gonna I mean, go. I haven't had it either. I yeah. had the sad luck of having adult pink eye over Thanksgiving, but still no COVID. I remember that. Cause I remember <laughs> making like the who fart on your pillow right. joke right. way too many times, right? but not COVID, but not COVID. So, so who fucking knows? Again, knock on all the wood. Yeah. That we, we have, will, a, if you could do it for us, that'd be cool. Yeah. That we have a good time and we don't get sick and we have a lot of fun. I'm very excited though. Lots of food and, and drinking adventures to be had. I'm going to Madison square garden for the first time ever. It's like a oh, big, so fun. 
fun. It's a big bucket list thing for me. So, oh, and I'm going to the comedy cellar, which is also a big bucket list thing for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to the late, late show on Wednesday to see Dave Attell, which is also... Oh my God, you've done so much more planning than we have. No, All I know is no, you're no, going no, to the no, zoo. No. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only two things that I planned. And um, and that's on tomorrow. So I'm going to have like a 24-hour day where I'm legitimately awake for 24 hours. So I'm trying to cram... I feel like we are similar in our travel approach where you're Mm -hmm. like, I know when I'm going, I know like where I'm staying. Mm -hmm. I have a couple of staple points in this agenda. That's like places I want to go food. I want to eat. Yes. Can I make a reservation? Cool. And then everything else will just fall in around it. No, exactly. Allow some time for hangover. And that's the, yeah. (laughs) And that's absolutely how it should be. I mean, I think it makes things a lot easier, right? Like to have a little bit of a plan and then to kind of tiny bit. Yeah. Yeah. And to have things filled in around. Like I know I'm going to watch a hockey game at Madison Square Garden. I know I'm going to a comedy show, the late, late show. Everything before and in between that, wide open. And the rest mm-hmm. of the days are pretty much wide open too. And that's the way I want it to be. Like I like to call it open for shenanigans. Oh, I like that. Open for shenanigans. <laughs> like what are you doing for four to seven? Let me look at my calendar. I'm open for shenanigans. shenanigans. Yeah. yeah, I'm wide open yeah. for shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't <laughs> live like that here. Like when I'm in my day to day, I barely have any time for shenanigans. No shenanigans in New Orleans, which is unfortunate. Same with me. That's the thing. If you listen to this podcast and you don't live here, I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, I don't know if I could live there. Well, we don't have the same kind of shenanigans 24 seven that you do when you come here. No, God, we're not drinking huge ass beers to go and like hand grenades. I was just going to say hand grenades. I'm trying to think about the worst possible drink. Hand grenade. grenade. Well, it's like people that live in that or the, if you go to one of those trashy bars on bourbon and the shot girl makes you take a shot from between her boobs. Like that's even worse than the hand I've grenade. Been, I've been there a couple of times. Not, I've had friends that did that not in college. Proud of it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. But also, you know, if people live in Las Vegas, I don't, I don't think they go on the strip every night. Right. Right. At least I would hope not unless right. they're like an entertainer. And it's part of your work. Like that would be fucking exhausting. I always tell people, especially when it comes to the French quarter, that if I am in the French quarter, I am in a mood. Like if I go down to the French quarter, yeah. the intent is I am in a mood to get fucked up. Like and I I'm really in a mood. had to prep for it yeah. emotionally, mentally, mentally, physically. I've had a couple of shots before I left and got into the Uber and I'm going down to the quarter. I also ate a sandwich before I left. Yes, or at least something. <laughs> and when I go down to the quarter, I'm ready to tie one off. Like it's going fucking down, but you know that going in and that happens. I would say for and, me and it's either somebody's birthday somebody's getting married or it's somebody that I haven't seen in years and they're in, and they're obviously in town and, and they're they worth wanted, it. And yeah. And it's, and it's absolutely worth it. I would say once every five to six months, I find myself in the quarter, just really getting after it. And so I it's feel like, like a, it's, it's, it's a huge compliment. If you're yeah. that friend that's in town and yes. the, your new Orleans friend is like, sure, I'll meet you in the quarter and we'll have, a banger of a night. Yes. I That's will, a compliment I, to I you will, that your friend is like, sure, I'll go into the quarter for you. Yeah. Actually, it's funny. I had- <laughs> I will uh, commit to this. I had my uh, my buddy Matt and, K- and his wife Katie in town, shout out Matt and Katie, because they listened to the pod. And they were in town and it was his birthday and he wanted to meet at Cat's Meow. So he's in town and he wants to go to the quarter. It's also his birthday. So I'm like, yeah, I will meet you at Cat's Meow. I pulled up to Cat's Meow in my fucking Uber and no bullshit. As I'm pulling up, an ambulance and a fire truck cut me off in front of Cat's Meow because people were like at the bar seizing out and collapsing. Oh my God. And then so he walks up and I'm standing outside 
He's like, what's going on? I'm like, uh, cats meow things are happening. Right. Yeah. It's like the quarter. this is the French Welcome. quarter. This is what happens. So anyways, that's a French quarter thing. I remember you. my first beer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hopefully those people are okay. Uh, that was a while ago, though, so I don't know. We always start off our podcast after this random story time <laughs> um, of a list of things that are happening in the news that are food-related. We like to call it the scoop. And yes, we're not doing real news. We're not newscasters. We're not trained. But I often think like when, if you're watching the news, the daily local, whatever it is, mm -hmm. and you see that like, there's some stories that, you know, have like real meat to them. And then sometimes there's like little blips and they just like needed filler stuff on the teleprompter, you know? Absolutely. They're like quick story. And then that's it. Moving on to the next story. Mm -hmm. Next story. Also a sentence long coming up after the commercial break carjackings. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All that to say, yeah. I want to just get the little filler tidbit out of the way early in the scoop today. Okay. It's just something I learned that I thought was interesting in its ignorance. Okay. I consume this a lot and it's been totally misnamed forever. Okay. Turkey. As in the animal, as the in animal. Deli delicious. Yeah. Delicious as in turkey. what I put on my sandwiches, what we have on the table at Thanksgiving. I've just come to the realization that I haven't eaten today because you said when you were just given the information about the news and you said like has some meat in it. I, all I heard was meat, meat. and I started thinking about what I want to eat like meat. when we're done recording. Anyways, turkey meat has eat in all, it. Yes. I could eat meat, yeah. eat meat, turkey, <laughs> turkey meat. Good. That's kind of where I'm at right now. But anyways, turkey lay it on me. So I just learned that Americans got the word for turkey, the bird. Okay. Because they wrongly thought that the birds themselves were from Turkey. Like these are Turkish birds. We will call them turkeys. That's like the most American thing ever. The most uh, typical of like yeah. the dudes who are setting up the foundation of the United States of America. Right. Like, yeah. Like where, 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 where are these birds from? Definitely saw them in Turkey. Yeah. Just call them turkeys. Or, guys. or was it like <laughs> first we landed in what we thought was India. So these people, we will call them Indians. There's no, no. justification like, for that. What? And then we went on to this other place and we saw these crazy birds that, you know, that time we were in Turkey. Yeah. Those Turkey birds. Yeah. Not a thing either, dudes. No. Not a thing. Ask for directions. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know. But what's funny is in the country of Turkey, so people are like, okay, so what do the Turkish people call turkeys? Suing it's not turkeys. It's not. Okay. They call the bird Hindis. Hindis. Because they thought those birds were from India, the real India, not the one that the explorers thought they were in when they, you know, named Indians, aka Native Americans. Okay. Nobody wants to claim this bird. It's not a turkey. It's not a Turkish bird. It's not an Indian bird. Uh-huh. They are native to the Americas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really happy that the assumptions and the laziness is not just tied to America. It's not just the like American how even establishment. In, even in Turkey, yeah. they're like, Hindis? Yeah, I don't know. Like, sure, no, whatever. everyone's wrong. Like, like what, are you, what are we doing so here? So I'm waiting to see the change.org petition where it's like, we need to start calling this America bird. I like the, I like America bird. I, I also kind of just want to start calling uh, turkeys, Hindis, because it will just fuck with people. Like during Thanksgiving, like, would you like some ham or some Hindi? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, ham or Hindi? You only get one, okay? Also, sorry if I overcooked the Hindi. It's a little dry. <laughs> I like America Bird works really well, though. I mean, it's it's more fitting than turkey. Roasted America Bird and stuffing. Yeah. You go to Subway and you get an American Bird Club and a bag of chips. I'm so hungry. That sounds so sorry. Good. No, it's, it's weird that your appetite is peaking at America bird. America bird. I, I would like a roasted America bird with provolone 
tomato and lettuce. Yeah, that's what I want. Is this an order for somebody yeah. listening? Like, who's no, this sorry. order for? I'm sorry. I'm blacking out. I'm so hungry. All I've had is this Diet Coke. I know like, you're not asking me to make you a sandwich. Yeah. I brought you a Diet Coke, and that is my contribution Pause to your nutrition today. Making a sandwich. America Bird on rye. Okay, so while we're still on animals, let's move on to something that's maybe not going to make you as hungry. Okay. This is not food related. I was just really touched in my in my little heart. Okay. Recently, you know, Betty White died. America's sweetheart. What? Sorry. No. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Also downer. Oh my God. But in her lifetime, like her big cause was animals, rescues, shelters, things like that. I she did not know that. She raised so much money and she loved animals. Okay. I guess you weren't on the same social media feeds that I was because no. on what would have been her hundredth birthday, mm-hmm. there were so many efforts to raise money, adopt animals, you know, donations and stuff to shelters and different animal rescues all over the country. Okay. It was like really touching. And yes. I was this close to uh, getting a friend for Sushi Cat. I thought you were going to say crying. You took it another level. You were really close to adopting an animal. Should I adopt an animal for Betty White? So you did it because you're a bad person. Yeah, basically. I just wanted to bring that up as like a little mini segue. Like we're talking about turkeys and then other animals. And then here's another one. Other animals (laughs) were saved, not because of the Betty White birthday, Uh but cheers to you if you did donate or adopt an animal because of Betty White. Yes. Also cheers to you if you have the kind of conscience that makes you care about animals when you're preparing your food mm-hmm. because over the past year in 2021, uh, there's two companies that are responsible for saving about a million animal lives. Okay. Impossible burger and beyond meat. Okay. They have spared a lot of animals lives, including 77,000 cows, a lot of cows, 350,000 chickens, Ooh, hell of a lot of chickens and over 200,000 pigs. God damn, 200,000 pigs. Thanks to those two companies in 2021 alone. I feel like we're on the outside because it seems like there's a lot of people experimenting with Impossible Burger and Beyond Meat. Meanwhile, I want a giant hamburger right now. I Listen, I give them a lot of credit for what they're doing. It's very admirable. And uh, I don't know. I'm a meat lover, so I will be doing the opposite. I'll be like, <laughs> kill that cow. I am Yikes. starving. Yikes. So. We Sorry, will never I'm a meditarian. Yeah, we're never going to make a friend with PETA in, in this podcast. Oh, God, podcast. no. No, no. I, having a delicious steak a, is one of my favorites. Did you say a meditarian? Yeah, I did say that. The word is carnivore, I no, think. No, I know. I was. I think it's actually like a, I forget, I want to say it's like a fast food company had like a campaign where like, oh, I'm a meditarian. So oh, that's, I bet you it was Arby's because they have the meats. If they didn't use meditarian, it was another company. They really <laughs> dropped the ball there. But now I want a giant steak. So thank you for saving the cows to go with your America bird sandwich to go with my America bird sandwich. I'll Got lie. it. Got it. <laughs> well, anyway, shout out to those two companies for saving all these animal lives. I mean, we had no part in it, but a bunch of other people did. Yeah. Right. Other people are out there, you know, doing some, doing some good work. I, on the other hand, will like it medium rare, please. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Cause I don't think, I don't know that there is a, a good meatless steak substitute. The closest I've seen is like, oh. On, I think it was TikTok maybe, or maybe it was Instagram. One of those, in the past couple of years, I saw somebody that did a steak that was actually made of watermelon with some weird like sauce that made it kind of taste like meat. And then you grilled it. I'm cringing so fucking hard. <laughs> All of that sounds- Sounds very TikTok. It's, yeah. One <laughs> sounds very TikTok-y and two, it sounds disgusting. If someone's like, if I went to a barbecue and I'm like, oh man, 
steaks on the grill. I'm excited. Like, actually, we're meatless here, but I grill a nice watermelon and I can put some. I'm like, no, I'm fucking out. You know what? I'm going to either Uber Eats or Uber out of here and go to a place where I can get a real steak. This is an atrocity. You still haven't watched Queer Eye, have you? I have not. We've talked about it because I know I'm going to fall in love with it. I haven't had the time. To but cry, you know, to, to set that emotional energy. Yeah, and to feel things for people. Yeah. I haven't had the time. Well, there's one episode where Anthony teaches somebody how to make a, what he calls a cauliflower steak. Okay. It's just like a big slice of, of cauliflower. cauliflower. That, that's in the shape of a steak? Kind of, All I right. guess. I didn't really pay too much attention to the recipe when he was teaching the person how to do it because yeah. I was like, no, nope, yeah. that's never going to be me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, I'm not one for like cauliflower being whatever it wants to be when it grows up. Like you are cauliflower. Yeah. That's what you are. You are not quote chicken wings that are meatless. God, no. And I just, I just recently ish discovered my love of cauliflower or came around to it. So I love cauliflower with like hummus, but I'm not going to trick myself into a cauliflower steak. That's never happening. Cauliflower pizza crust. No, I've actually no. done that. I did it once. And it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. But with that being said, I will eat normal pizza. Mm, pizza, steak. <laughs> I was just waiting for you to... America bird sandwich with rye <laughs> on rye. Take you to a buffet, if yes. that's even a thing in this, the time of COVID. Yeah, is it? Do they have the sneeze guard still? <laughs> <laughs> I know you probably haven't been to uh, my favorite place recently of Target. I have not. If you have, dear listener... Uh, <laughs> they did a big flip, like right between, I oh, want to say like right around new year's Eve day or so. Okay. When all of a sudden that whole seasonal section, it's like, it's Valentine's day. Okay. And then also here's a random aisle of like, we're going to start sneaking out the Easter candy okay. in case you're single and don't give a fuck about Valentine's day. Yeah. Which is where all the real ones hang. Just saying like Valentine's day is a made up hallmark bullshit holiday. So I'm sorry if you celebrate it, you're lame. And But if you take advantage of the candy sales, you're not. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But Target over like the Christmas time, I noticed I was buying for a lot of people these really cute, creative gingerbread kits. Oh, cool. Not just like a regular gingerbread house, but like you could build a football stadium out of gingerbread and Sounds they awesome. had all the stuff for you. Uh, a gingerbread treehouse. Okay. A gingerbread brownstone. All right. I don't know. A gingerbread, like a, a like it was a gingerbread mansion or something. Like I was just going to like home. make a joke, like the New Orleans, like you can recreate this haunted mansion and gingerbread. <laughs> like right. Something so um, just completely obnoxious. That would be incredible. What I've been wondering about though, since Christmas is like, I didn't ever see that shelf empty out, mm -hmm. like meaning that they sold out of all of the kits. Yes. So I'm always like, where did they go when they don't sell them? Like what happens? Do they just throw it all away? Yeah, I don't. That's a really good question. What do they do with all of the gingerbread? I like I to know. imagine that there's like somewhere mm -hmm. that celebrates every holiday, just like a month and a half late. So, <laughs> so somewhere that someone is using them, please. Yeah, please, the love of God. It's not all just getting trashed. I don't know. I, I would like to think there is a place like that where Target can send all their expired gingerbread for people to use and put to use. Who knows? But they're not the only ones who do the gingerbread thing. If you ever go to Walt Disney World around the holidays, they have like massive, beautiful, crazy intricate yes. uh, gingerbread displays, houses and whatever. Uh, and they posted a video about what happens to their gingerbread when the holiday is over. I'm scared. Asking the questions that people want to know, giving us the answers. What happens to all the gingerbread? They dismantle it all, 
take it to a farm and feed it to bees. Oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. Okay. Apparently bees love the gingerbread. And I guess, (laughs) I wonder if they let them have all the stuff that's on it. Like give bees a crazy sugar high. Yeah. Why not? Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> just, Buzz, motherfucker. Yeah, just bees going ape shit. Like, <laughs> like these, these bees are buzzing hard as fuck. Like, we just gave them a bunch of gingerbread and icing. They are going But their honey nuts. production is out of control. Yeah, we, are, we have so much honey. <laughs> so that's so interesting. But now I have questions for Target because the other day mm. I was there and in the Valentine section, yes. they have something out called like the Valentine Sweetheart House or something like that. I'm like, is this just a gingerbread house in a different box? That's what it sounds like. But then I looked closer and it was like a sugar cookie house. And I'm like, y'all really could have just reused the gingerbread. Would you want them to? And also like, what were, are they going to like open up the packages and then put it in a completely new package and just repurpose it? In like, my imagination, know. when they get to the day after Christmas, somebody on Team Target is responsible mm. for taking all the unsold gingerbread houses, putting them into a truck and they go back to like packaging headquarters. Yeah. They take them all out and they're like, okay, the one that used to be um treehouse can be reassembled to make three of the sweetheart canoes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, but you know whatever. Yeah. I learned that they're the actually proportions aren't lining up, but I, I like right. where your head's at. Yeah. That or make, they can that like recut them. You know what I mean? Like the yes. panel that was supposed to be the treehouse roof can now be used to make four oars for two I don't know. You're just making up crazy shit. No, I'm I'm with you on it. Unfortunately, the reality is they're probably just dumping all the leftover gingerbread into a giant dumpster somewhere. And then they have their sugar cookie campaign for Valentine's Day. And is there really that much of a need? Are people out there on Valentine's Day, one, celebrating weird, and two, are they also wanting to build things out of sugar cookies, like as a I couple? That's, that's no. fucking weird. That's for people with kids. That's who gingerbread listen, house kids are. if I had, listen, I'm not knocking on parents that celebrate Valentine's Day with your kids. Like, I'll give you a pass on this, but are you building sugar cookie houses together on Valentine's well, Day? Well, they never have because I don't think that was a thing before. And then Target's like, yo, we, we sell so many of these around Christmas. Can we prolong this? It's like the one thing I wish Target would just chill out on. Usually I'm behind everything Target does. I've, I've mm-hmm. very much demonstrated I am team Target. But uh, this is kind of weird. I don't know. I just don't get the whole let's build sugar cookie things together. Well, then fine. Save your $8 and don't buy I the will. Valentine's Day cookie house kit. I will. It comes with icing and candies. Though, yeah. so, like, it's real cute. How dare you sell me on it? I'm going to buy it just to open it and just start eating it. Like, oh man, where'd you get that giant candy bar with all the different little, I'm like, oh, this is actually like a build your own uh, sugar cookie boat for Valentine's Day. I'm just eating it. <laughs> you know what? I bought it and then I realized the ambition I had in the store did not come home with me. At all. So yeah. I'm just eating all the pieces. I got really excited. And I yeah. honestly, I cracked into it the second I got into my car in the parking lot. Right. Or, you open the box and realize that the pieces are already somehow broken or cracked and you're like, well, it's defective now. I just have to eat it all. Yeah, I can't return this like defective product that's also edible. So gonna consume it, move off the line. I'm not gonna Frankenstein ice and glue it back together. So God, no. Just gonna eat it. Yep, gotta eat it. Speaking of eat it and eating all of it, my next story. Mm -hmm. Someone who is going viral on TikTok. Already. And you already hate it. (laughs) Yep. But I found the story on New York Post, the headline, woman who binged 32 sushi rolls at all-you-can-eat buffet rushed to hospital. Mm, Okay. And you're like, oh, my God. 
What was it? Was it is like she okay? mercury poisoning yes. from all the like fish mm-hmm. or was it like a tapeworm or some kind of like bacteria or something from all the raw yeah. fish? Normal follow-up questions that you would have upon seeing an article like this. I wasn't expecting all the puns that they had in the story. Oh, so she's not dead or they are. They have a she's, fucked no. up sense of humor. <laughs> she's not dead. <laughs> Wouldn't rush to the hospital. Don't worry. Zing. She lived to post about it on TikTok. <laughs> oh, of course she did. This California woman was mm-hmm. on a roll. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I, uh... Okay. So she's 24. She wanted to get her money's worth at a $50 all you can eat sushi buffet in yeah. Mountain View, California last month. The story says, and it says it multiple times, 32 rolls of sushi. <clears throat> Excuse me while I get out my sushi frequent flyer card as a somewhat of an expert because I eat a lot of sushi. Yes, you do. I don't think that this woman ate 32 rolls of sushi before we even get to why she went to the hospital. Yeah. Which whatever I'm thinking this person like, okay. So a regular standard sushi roll is cut into six or eight pieces. If you get one of the really big ones, that's real girthy. Yeah. (laughs) That's usually like a four piece. Like yeah, really like, like a specialty roll is yeah. probably, yeah. Like at Mickey Moto, the cons- rock and roll is that. We can even be conservative and just say four, right? Which is, again, very conservative for how many pieces are in a roll. Sure. I'm going to go right in the middle and say she probably had regular rolls that were cut into six pieces. Okay. And I think the story is misleading. It says she ate 32 sushi rolls in one sitting. I think she ate 32 pieces of sushi in one sitting. Yeah, I'm with you on that 100%. I call bullshit. There's no way that she ate 32 sushi rolls. 32 six piece rolls, like 32 rolls that were cut into six pieces each. So I don't know. Do a math for me. 32 times six equals 192. There's no way in one sitting, even though the story says she was there for two hours, there's no way she sat and ate 192 pieces, like individual pieces of sushi no way at one not. restaurant, and they kept bringing her food. There is no way. Even the all-you-can-eat places have limits. You know, oh, my God. I just remembered something because we had briefly talked about this just because you were like, hey, do you want to talk about this story? But we didn't really go into, into details about it. I completely forgot that in my first year that I moved to New Orleans, I actually went on a on a work lunch with another coworker whose nickname is appropriately meat <laughs> and myself and meat, uh, went out to an all you can eat sushi place in Metairie just outside of new Orleans. And him well, and I, I, think I know this place, I forget the name of it. It's, it's escaping me. I'm pretty sure it's still there. I need to revisit, but I do remember that him and I ate, I between us right around like a hundred pieces of sushi and he's between a between the two of you. Yes. And this was within like a, a pretty confined moment, like a window. There's like 45 minutes to an hour lunch, like long lunch. Mm-hmm. We, uh, yeah. Anyways, but even then him and I walked away feeling pretty full. Like the rest of the day was a total waste at work. There's no way in shit. She ate 32 rolls. Right. Cause that was a proud accomplishment for me because I, I, I ate a lot and I kept up with him. That means that you guys ordered together somewhere yes. between 12 and like 16. And they were bringing out rolls. giant trays yeah. at a time. And we were like actively crushing it. If we're eating 32 rolls, they're cutting us off. Right. They're, like, they're like, this is not sustainable. Right. You're going to get us out of fucking business. Like this right. is also like you're abusing our services. Right. And also toss all that to the side. Let's say the restaurant 
for whatever reason, it is really like, you know what? We said all you can eat, do your thing. I don't believe a 24-year-old female is putting down 32 rolls of sushi. Right. And it's not about, I don't know why I said female. Gender has nothing to do with it. I don't believe anyone is putting down 32 rolls of sushi. I just, I, I don't see it. Unless you're like like Joey fucking Chestnut right. in, a, in an eating competition. That's what I was going to say. It's, it's not happening. The restaurant is only going to entertain this if yes. you are a famous person, you have a Food Network show. Yeah. Or like there's some publicity like, stunt yeah, behind man this. versus food eating competition. I don't believe that uh, some 24 Danielle year old Shapiro comes in yeah, this random ass 24 a, year old. And they're fucking, like, okay, yeah, on a Tuesday night and decides to have 32 rolls of sushi. I don't believe it. Like, give me the evidence. Like right. they have uh, video cameras inside the restaurants. Show me somebody eating 32, anyone eating 32 rolls of sushi. That's not doing like you said for a stunt or for a TV show. Right. So I'm, I'm questioning the story before we even get to why she was in the hospital. New York Post should have picked this apart way before they decided to help her make everything go viral. And also she's following it up by being like, Oh, I don't feel good. I got to go to the hospital. By the way, now I'm on TikTok talking about it and this is blowing up. Like I'm already out. Like it just, it's all for publicity. She probably ate 32 pieces. Yeah. I would love to, to go out to dinner with her and be like, I'm going to order 32 rolls of sushi. I'm going to sit back do it again. With my arms crossed. I'm going to be like, do it again, <laughs> do it again. Like I'll pay for everything. I'll even drive you myself to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Prove it right now. It ain't because it ain't fucking happening. So yeah, the next pun in the story, after indulging a little too much, including 32 rolls of sushi. Wrong. It's not rolls. It can't be rolls. There's no way. Her uncooked delights left her feeling a bit raw inside. She was rushed to the emergency room with severe stomach pains. So like she has to take a shit. She went home. (laughs) Let's be fucking real. (laughs) She went home. She tried to sleep it off. The next morning she was like, I still feel terrible. Well, ma'am. This is more sushi than you've ever put down in one sitting in your life. Yeah, you've had 32 pieces. Let's be right. clear. In her head, she's had 32 rolls, but okay. Yeah, she uh, so she went to the hospital and she's like, oh my God, I think I'm going to die with all this sushi. Da, 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 da. I and hate I, so much, but while recording it for fucking TikTok. Right. So first of all, when you check yourself in and you explain to the staff there and you're like, I just had like 32 sushi rolls yesterday and now I feel real bad. And they're like, fucking duh, leave our hospital. <laughs> yeah, you ate too much. Like you, you gorged yourself. You ate too much. Here's some like Pepsi AC. Here's some Pepto Bismol. Get the fuck out of here. And then she gets diagnosed with a really bad case oh, of no. acid reflux. Again, oh. fucking duh. Acid reflux. After all that, yeah, you thought it was going to be yeah. like some. My tum tum of- hurts, and then I feel it in my chest. Right. Yeah, here's. Oh my god, this. Um, I hate all of this. <laughs> yeah, like literally, here's some tums and get out of the hospital. This girl fucking sucks. I'm yeah. Out. Again, it's not one of the typical like things that you worry about with sushi, you know, like from eating raw fish. Yes. It's not the mercury content. No. It's not any kind of parasite or bacteria. Mm-hmm. It's that you ate too much. You yeah. don't know your limits. You went too far. And now you just need some Tums or whatever for your acid reflux. I like how tongue in cheek the story is like. Acid reflux is extremely common. It can happen to virtually anyone. Anyone. Especially the idiots who try to eat way more than they can or ever have before. Yeah. But okay. That, and then it's like 60 million Americans experience symptoms in any given month. Down at the fucking hospital in the emergency room being like, save me. <laughs> Meanwhile, this chick is making a video about it. And she's like, here's how I got here from her hospital room. Oh my God, yeah. So she had all the leading up to like footage from the sushi place. Oh, Jesus. And she's like, how did I get here? And her like hospital gown and yeah. all this stuff with her IV and stuff like that. Well, you were a dumbass. 
that's how you got here. Yeah. And honestly, you had really bad acid reflux. I don't know that it was worth a trip to the hospital in the first place. Yeah. But now she's had over 11 million views on TikTok. Of course she has. Because we keep giving people like this attention. I hope she's okay. Uh, you know, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> I've never heard you say something more sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most American thing ever for somebody to go to a restaurant and then gorge themselves, lie about how much they gorge themselves, check into a hospital for mild symptoms that millions of people experience on a daily basis while recording it because they want to make a video go viral about it. And then it does. And then it does because people eat. I the, hurt myself. Look at it. Yeah. People literally like, okay, eat this I'll shit look up. At that. I fucking, Oh my God. This is why I lose faith in humanity. It's fucking horrible. It's horrible. You know, I will say, I don't think she knew going into it that she was going to get acid reflux that bad. But you know what? The lady who did the gorilla glue on her hair didn't realize what was yeah. going to happen to her either. Yeah. And look at all the like money that she got from people doing a GoFundMe. Yeah. Also shout out Louisiana for I really know. putting yourself on the map with that one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know that we're worse in the nation to education. Let's not make things go viral. Like people super gluing fucking, what was it? Hair? Like what, what did she do exactly? She thought it was the same as has like a, a, a hair gel that oh, that's labeled right. something like yeah. about glue. Yeah, Gorilla Glue, but using it on her fucking head. And, right. And there was a major, major issue. Right. With it. She thought it was similar to that product that has the word glue in it, but it's not actually glue. It's oh. a hair gel. Yes. Ma'am, it is not the same. I just thought there's something about Mary. Is that, is that hair gel? Sticking <laughs> <laughs> straight up. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, uh, moving on. That girl, Danielle fucking sucks. And you're a liar. Do it on. You know what? Give me a TikTok of you eating 32 rolls of sushi. Then I'll then I'll get behind this cause. You know what? I'm looking at another caption. It says her meal included eight green dragon rolls, which I'm willing to think that they cut a green dragon roll into eight pieces. Yeah, there's no way that uh. eight snow. Snow crab roll would probably be cut into eight pieces. She probably had eight pieces of a snow crab roll. Yeah. California rolls, eight. Uh, Wakami rolls, eight. Plus miso soup, gyoza, a helping of edamame, and a few jalapeno poppers. Okay, so she had a green dragon roll, uh-huh. a snow crab roll, a California roll, a wakame roll. That's four rolls. That's four and rolls. I hate to say, but like challenge accepted. Let's go. I can and do that. Also, quick math, four rolls. There's eight pieces. That's 32. Mm-hmm. Boom. This is, the, this is the kind of analysis that, that we're providing here on the podcast. You're welcome. Hey, New York Post, fuck you. Like, you're being so fucking lazy. You're just going to assume that some 24-year-old asshole walked into a restaurant and ate 32 sushi rolls. We just broke it down for you. And you know what? Maybe maybe we are wrong. If we are, people let us know doubt about it. it. I doubt it because there's not going to be any footage of it. This is all bullshit. She ate 32 pieces of sushi with some miso soup and some apps. Then she doesn't feel good afterwards because she's a gluttonous fuck. And she's going to do the thing where like idiots on TikTok are like, oh, I could do the challenge. The oh, 32. here's the 32 roll challenge. I already said Great. it. I already, yeah. I already said it. I could do it. Yeah. I no, could. I, 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 yeah. 32 pieces done. Oh, she easy. said she was there for a two hour meal. You give me two hours to eat four rolls. I'm pretty, sushi? I'm pretty Fine. sure uh, for my birthday dinner, when I did, it was like an all you can eat, but it was a feed me menu at a sushi place here in New mm-hmm. Orleans. I'm pretty sure that I put down, I would say upper 20s. And I walked out being like, yeah, that was a good meal. Like I didn't walk out like hindered 
you know, I wasn't you didn't be- walk straight to the hospital. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't Wild. rolling myself out of the restaurant. I wasn't checking myself into a hospital. So I don't know. I just hate everything about this. Everyone just wants to do bullshit for attention, and it sucks. She got the attention, and then New York Post wanted to get the clickbait on it. They're like thirty-two rolls. That's insane. Yeah. That's wrong. No, it's that's wrong. why it sounds we so insane. Broke it down wrong. for you. Yeah, whatever. Fuck both of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> fake news. Fake news. Danielle and your TikTok and the New York Post. Fuck you all. <laughs> Taking our scoop over across the ocean, we love a good UK food story. Nothing will ever top the bean can, man. I don't know, dude. There's baked beans in this story. What, you're being serious? I'm dead serious. What is up with the UK and beans? I really don't understand. Wait, is this a thing that that other people know and that we are just discovering. So we think it's weird, but everyone's like, yeah, everyone knows that UK eats a lot of beans. Well, apparently in the UK, baked beans are oddly like a breakfast staple. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> right. The Bam. only time I've ever had baked beans is like when I tried to go camping, I cut up some hot dogs and put it into it. And even then it's like serviceable at best. It's like a barbecue side. Yeah. Or a, a camping thing. I think a barbecue side is probably the number one usage for beans. Certainly not a fucking breakfast, breakfast. food. Listen, UK, I love you, but that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> so in this story, two men tried to smuggle cocaine in cans disguised as boring stuff like baked beans, mm-hmm. coconut milk. They were using those cans and they got busted 15 years in prison. I would be down for beans in the morning if there was some cocaine in them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, little pick me up in the morning, really set the tone for the day. Those beans got me fucking energized. Why? I don't know. They're a superfood. I don't ask questions. All I know is that they're delicious and I'm ready to fucking go. Also, I want to smoke a cigarette. It's fantastic. Sent from St. Lucia, destined for addresses in Charlton and Greenwich in Southeast London. Wait, they got shit coming in from fucking St. Lucia going to the UK and they're smuggling cocaine like beans and coconut milk. This Mm -hmm. is impressive. Seized by customs officials. They were described as containing tinned goods. Tinned goods. That's even when they're in trouble, they're cute. Specifically condensed coconut milk and beans. I want to like spread some cocaine beans on bread in the morning. Be like, yeah, that's going to be delicious. Wow. <laughs> the whole operation, uh, two British nationals had traveled to St. Lucia in order to facilitate this importation into the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. The previous story that we had about beans is people were using beans to like destroy other people's properties, like beaning their neighbor's cars and front doors. Which and I like legitimately that. believe was Bean Can Man, who we covered in a previous episode, was like this notorious, unknown individual who was going around putting beans on like people's doors and doorsteps and also like their cars. And we made a joke. We called him Bean Can Man. And now people throughout the UK are really doing this to other people's property with beans. Looping yeah. it back and connecting these two stories. Mm. What if Bean Can Man. Okay, I like this. Opens a can and uh-huh. gets one of the cocaine bean cans. Oh my God. I mean, that would stop them from destroying other people's property because you're. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You're going to enjoy the content yourself. And you're yeah, no you're longer... definitely not just being all willy nilly with your cocaine beans. Right. Like you're going to want to have the cocaine beans for yourself. Right. But how would you know unless you ate them? I don't think Bean Can Man was testing the product before he's dumping it. I want to point out, I don't think that it was just looking from the pictures. It wasn't stirred into the wet, goopy beans with like cocaine blended in. Oh, that's what I pictured. Yeah, no. That's what I want. No. (laughs) I want a nice mashup, a nice cocaine bean combo. (laughs) You're like, I don't know, but it sounds delicious. Meanwhile, it's cans that had been opened, emptied, and bags of drugs. That's not fun at all. 
but I guess way less delicious. Well, yeah, but I guess it makes sense. Like, I don't think anyone, you know, wants to go to their dealer and try to get an eight ball and you get like a can of beans. Like, what's in there? It's like, dude, you're going to have to eat them. <laughs> Sorry, you're on your own. The you know, cocaine's in the beans. <laughs> look, they make gummies, there's candies, there's brownies, and now there's cokey beans. Cocaine beans for breakfast. <laughs> um, disclaimer, we are not encouraging anyone to try and make and sell and make profit off of cocaine beans. Yeah, whatever you do with your life is up to you. But if you do try cocaine beans, please let us know. Happy to even know. Did you like that I put on my official lady voice real fast? I like that. That was very... my official yes. disclaimer. Like, that was good. We need a disclaimer because we're not advocating for cocaine beans for breakfast. Yeah, just reporting the news. So that's just what's yeah, happening. We're just letting you know what's going on. Yeah. And also that we're not not interested. <laughs> Wink. Wink. <laughs> That's it for my stories. Okay. Uh, do you have a food high and low for this past week? I do, but it's kind of underwhelming. How How was your week? We're looking at each other like, who's going to go first? I don't even have a high, honestly. Do you want to go first? I mean, sure. Okay. It'll be so lackluster. I don't have a high because it's been like weirdly cold mm-hmm. and I'm trying to save up for the trip. It's just been like a lot of warming comfort food that I've had over the past week. Okay. Not- yeah, but y- you're downplaying it. But I know for a fact that your sure, freezer there some- is stockpiled with like yeah. some delicious Cajun food. Yeah. So what are you, you know, what are you eating at the house while saving money? It was gumbo from home. I knew it. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just been laying low. So I got this homemade gumbo, right? And yeah. I also brought down... Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So that's been it. No, no food lows. No weird. No, I have a low tied into like I feel like it's kind of a personal achievement. Like we've joked before about being ADD on this podcast. Yes, it's true though. And I, I made like a promise to myself that I will be consistently back on my medication this year, uh-huh. and I have been. But I tend to only take it during the week, and then on the weekends oh. I come off it a little bit. Oh, you really let yourself swing, not no, really. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but if you take, if you know much about this, it kind of kills a lot of your appetite. Yes, it does. So on the weekend, I'm like, well, I want to enjoy food. Fair. But when I'm cooking my food on the weekends, like I can, whatever I'm doing on the weekends, I can tell a difference when I'm off my meds. Okay. My low was this weekend. Still trying to be as productive as I had been the previous days, like doing stuff around the house. Yeah. Totally forgetting that I had some ravioli cooking and oh no! then you come back and you're like, oh, I left it in too long. And you, you also can't smell. Right. So that's pretty crazy to think about because during the week, as mu- again, as much as you love food, not only can you not smell anything, but you're also taking medication that suppresses your appetite. Mm-hmm. So the weekend, you're really like, I want to let loose. I actually... Can you smell if you've left cheese ravioli boiling on the stove? Oh, wait. Is this the ravioli from Trader Joe's? No, it's just oh, cheese damn. ravioli. Okay. I think they do Target. great. They do great uh, ravioli at, at TJ's that you can just like boil or you can like yeah. saute. Yeah, I bit. think this was from Target. Okay, but I forgot. And then if you've ever made that mistake of letting ravioli cook too long, like all the cheese is just like bloop and it like comes oh, out. Oh no! And you're left with like a few cheese raviolis, yeah. a lot of cheese water, and then some empty pasta. Everyone pouches. else looks like like a deflated, yeah. <laughs> sad. <laughs> like a war casualty, like a, just a battlefield of just like fucking raviolis all over the place, just cheese spilling out. You're like, I got a couple left. Well, no, you strain it out and like, you're like, oh, now my sink is full of that cheese that was once inside these pouches. <sighs> what a waste of delicious And now delicious like 70% of my cheese raviolis are just 
empty pasta pouches. I'm just sad. Yeah. Lost a lot of good men that day. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens <laughs> when I try and multitask without my meds. Uh, so that was uh, my food well, law. Uh, it's also worth it though. Cause also it's the only way you can really enjoy food is not having your meds suppress your appetite. So, but like, can you enjoy it when all the cheese is gone? Like, and now it's, I'm surprised you didn't pull on me and just be like, fucking just start like scooping start it into your mouth. Be like, you know what? I'm just going to eat this as much as possible. No, you literally can't. Cause when you go to strain out your, mm, your water, yeah. The cheese that's floating in there. Oh yeah. Comes out. It was yeah. literally on the bottom of the sink. Yeah. And I was like, gross, not, not going to do it. That was my low. That is sad. Fucking I, up my refrigerated cheese yeah. <laughs> ravioli. So that's that's what you had going on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, uh, your turn. I didn't really. My week was kind of whatever too. I did try a new restaurant in New Orleans, Besame Tapas. Yum. Um, Latin style tapas. They've been open for like I think three or four months. I was asking the server how long they've been open uh-huh, for. Uh-huh. It was pretty good. Like I had a good experience. They do a mezcal Negroni that I would highly recommend. That sounds really good. It was very good. I start off with that and then switched over to beer because I also drove down. So I was like, let's start pounding fucking Negronis. I'll be here all night. Right. That's going to be an issue. But no, it was really good. Um, I Their, their empanadas, uh, I was a big fan of. And their arepas were really good too. So that was my, I guess, my food high of the week. My food, my food low, like wasn't even... I guess it was like kind of a low, but not really. Cause so last night I'm at the house doing some work shit, whatever. Don't even hear any sound from outside, like whatever. And at one point go to open the door and outside of the front door Mm -hmm. is a Chick-fil-A delivery. Did you order that? No, but I'm like, what if I did like a weird thing where I set my phone down somehow and, and like the it cat was, ordered Chick-fil-A? I don't know. Well, you've seen Theo walk all over my shit. So, I mean, he's literally laying on equipment right now. So right. <laughs> like, we're looking at him. So I don't know. It was, it was really weird. I did go into Uber eats, be like, maybe I did something on an accident. No, nothing is there. And then there's like first name initial. I don't remember how it was, but I didn't recognize the name at all. And I say that because the neighborhood, so this neighborhood is very close. Like, I know my neighbor's names and I'm like, yeah, you all share a lawn guy. Yeah. We share a lawn guy. I mean, right. We're, <laughs> we're in the lawn care group, right? Got to talk about our trimmings every day. So I'm looking at this name. I'm like, I don't recognize this name at all. Like, where is this from? And then I also like had to record the other, the sports podcast thing I do. And they're like, there's a game on all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I'm going to take this inside and just set it to the side because it's not an order. Like I can't contact someone through Uber eats. They're going to be like, what's going on? I don't recognize the name. So I'm not going to go door to door with the bag of Chick-fil-A and two large diet Cokes, which you would have appreciated. (laughs) And uh, so I just kind of set it to the side and I was like, I have work to do for the next like three to four hours. So I'm giving somebody like a window of time to hopefully like talk to their like, Oh, Hey, I didn't get my Chick-fil-A blah, blah, blah. And, uh, yeah, nothing happened. So by the time I got done recording and doing everything I needed to do, now it's like almost one in the morning. And I'm like, okay, this this is not being claimed. And now I'm hungry for a late night snack. So mm-hmm. I open up the bag and I look into it and it's uh, it's like the chicken tenders. But it was two orders of chicken tenders. I have never once in my life. That's what I'm saying too. And here's, where I'm an, and here's where I'm an asshole. I'm disappointed because I won the fucking chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm upset. I'm like, I really won the chicken sandwich. Who orders two orders of chicken tenders? Like one was like the, the large, I don't know if it's like an eight piece or whatever. And one was like a four piece and with all ketchup. So now I reheat it and I'm eating it in the kitchen 
and then I, I'm like, I have like the, the stack of napkins that came in the bag, but it, it feels like, like kind of like hard, like the napkins do. I'm like, is there something in the napkin? This is getting really weird. And so I unwrapped the napkins and in the napkin was like, they, somebody had wrote with pen. I came and talk now. I'm getting so excited. Someone wrote with pen. Thank you for like supporting your Chick-fil-A. And then it like named a location. And then the hard thing was like a little gift card for like a free Chick-fil-A meal. Okay, I just want to point I out. I don't that understand you have, what's happening. You have filed this under your low, but you got free. I want food. the chicken sandwich. <laughs> and also, I tried drinking the diet coke, and it's very flat. So listen, next time if you're gonna fucking send me free Chick Fil A, then you know, I, it, listen, it wasn't for me. I could tell you that much right now because the location it listed was like inside the mall, and I'm like, I don't go to the fucking mall. That's super weird. It's weird, right? And it didn't even like name a name on the napkin, but somebody took the time to like write a little note and like leave a gift card for a free Chick-fil-A meal and also uh, two, two large diet Cokes and, and two orders of the tenders. Some tender weirdo. Fucking weird. I wonder if they knew that they were getting the gift cards. Now they're like double pissed and they try to report that this never got delivered to them. And the company's like, yeah, bullshit. But the personal note written on the napkin. That's weird. Was weird. Like I've never, seen that ever and it was like thank you for supporting the blah 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 mall location of chick-fil-a with a card but also now i'm like i don't think i want to use any of those napkins no i threw everything i threw everything away i kept the card but yeah well yeah (laughs) i don't know so that i don't know but of course me again being kind of a dick when i opened it up i was really excited i was like you know i'm gonna crush this chicken i just assumed it was a chicken sandwich like when I got in the fl- on the because I didn't pick up the bag and look inside, I just kind of felt the weight mm-hmm. because it was two orders of tenders. It was like the equivalent of one sandwich. And I opened it up, I'm like, oh, there's no chicken sandwich. This kind of sucks. How were the tenders? Um, serviceable. I ate all of them before well, I yeah. went to bed, so I felt disgusting because I ate however many were in that bag. They were all gone with a lot of ketchup. Because like four tenders is about the same as what eight nuggets. Yeah, but there was like an eight piece. I don't know, twelve. I probably had twelve tenders and then went. To oh sleep. my god! No, I ate all of them. That's so many tenders. There's a lot of tenders. They did were you, decent. Did you go to the hospital next day for acid reflux? I did actually. Catch me on TikTok. Uh, Pass now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Danielle. <laughs> what a great note to end. Yeah, on. we're ending there. Yeah. we just peaked. That's yeah. it for this week on the Pass the Everything podcast. Keep sharing with your friends and rating and reviewing and liking whatever those things you can do to help us spread the word. You can reach out to us directly at PTE pod and otherwise we will talk to you next week. Come back for seconds. <laughs>